Welcome to Breaking Bread. Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Minister Daniel Abola. Here is where you receive insights about God's Word that will stir you to action. Be blessed. Alright, so on the final teaching for this series, Temple, Temple, and I'm just going to be reading from our major anchor text that is first peter chapter 2 read from verse 4 to 5 it says to whom coming talking about the lord jesus to whom coming as unto a living stone disallowed indeed of men but chosen of god and precious talking about jesus again ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual temple, a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Christ Jesus. Now what this is saying in essence is that we have been made priests to offer up spiritual sacrifices to our God. It's as simple as that. And what this means is that not only do believers constitute the new priesthood, which I'm going to talk about very soon, but they are the living stones. We are the living stones, in essence. I talked about this in the introduction to the series. Um, If you haven't listened to it, please go listen to it. We are the living stones forming the spiritual temple that Peter was talking about. We are the living stones that form the spiritual spiritual temple of God. Hallelujah. So, in essence, our worship and our priesthood involves offering of spiritual sacrifices. Hallelujah. It involves offering of spiritual sacrifices. And what this means, I'm, I'm going to... When it comes to priesthood, I'm just going to do um, a slight talk on um, priesthood in the old and priesthood in the new. And so what this means in essence now, this particular text, when it talks about priesthood, is that priests are no longer a separate class. Um, They no longer offer bulls and goats and lambs on the altar our priesthood now our priesthood now in essence is not of physical or material things hallelujah it's not of physical or material things so he's saying in essence now that the priesthood that we knew in the old is no more there is a new priesthood why is there a new priesthood because there is a new temple did you get it now there is a new priesthood because there is a new temple and he talks about certain ordinances that were ascribed to the old and let's let's just take a look at it hebrews chapter 9 hebrews chapter 9 i read it says then verily the first covenant had also ordinances 
of divine service of divine service and the worldly sanctuary hallelujah so he's saying that um the priesthood in essence he's talking about the priesthood uh he's saying in essence that the priesthood came with the temple in essence i read in nlt it says now in that the first covenant between god and israel there were regulations for worship and a secret tent here on earth so the priesthood came with the temple in essence so the priesthood matched the temple hallelujah says for there was a tabernacle made the first wherein was the candlestick and the table and the shoebread which is called the sanctuary after and after the second veil the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all which had the golden censer and the ark of the covenant overlaid around round about with gold wherein was the golden pot that had manna and Aaron's, Aaron's board Aaron's rod that bordered and the tables of the covenant and over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot now speak particularly now what i'm trying to say in essence is that the old has passed away the old ordinance ordinances which we just read the old priesthood passed away with the old temple and now because we are in the new covenant there is a new temple and there is a new priesthood hallelujah hallelujah but what then does this have to do with prayer because we're talking about prayer what then does this have to do with prayer hallelujah stay with me and what this has to do with prayer is that prayer is a form of spiritual sacrifice prayer is a form of spiritual sacrifice remember we have become that new temple we have become part of that new priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices to god and one of the ways or should i say one of the most primary ways that we do it do this is through prayer hallelujah and i'll prove it to you now under the law incense which was usually offered on the altar of incense that is in the temple in the old temple was often associated with prayer hallelujah we see that in psalm 14 from verse 12 if i'm correct psalm 14 from verse 12 psalms chapter 14 from verse 12 oh sorry uh, it's not psalm 14 all right but it's um it's the verse where david said let my prayers go up as incense let my prayers go up as incense hallelujah and he was likening prayer to incense that was offered in the temple hallelujah um let's open another scripture revelations chapter 5 from verse 8 
Revelations chapter 5 from verse 8. I hope you are opening your Bibles. It says, John speaking, And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and the golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Another version says, incense another version uses incense hallelujah it says which are the prayers of the saints so the similitude of prayer in the spirit is incense it is spiritual worship hallelujah it is spiritual worship we see um in that same revelations chapter 8 from verses 3 says and another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer and there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne hallelujah so we see that again verse 4 says and the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before god out of the angel's hand hallelujah so he likens prayer unto um, incense or prayer is likened unto incense and so the fact that this is the point i'm trying to make now the fact that incense was always burning or was always off offered means that we should always pray hallelujah remember it's it's one of the ordinance of the old incense had to be burning constantly in the temple hallelujah hallelujah so it means that we should always pray if prayer is likened unto incense and the incense was always offered constantly it means that we should always pray why because we are the temple of the of the Holy Ghost we have now become that temple so we are supposed to offer incense continually in that temple hallelujah and this is exactly what I want to talk about that when it comes to prayer it's about the consistency of service let me tell you something that the old has passed away does not mean that the new came and it came without some form of rule or regulation remember the law is now in your heart scripture did not say there is no longer any law there is still law but it's in your heart the new is in your heart hallelujah I hope you are getting this thing. The new is in your heart. And we are no longer bound by a physical temple. We have become that temple. Hallelujah. And so, there is still an order of service that we should carry out. Hallelujah. So, there should be that consistency of service. It should still be in the new. Service should still be carried out in the new. Because what happened is not an eradication of 
a temple and its priesthood it was a change it was just a change do you get what i'm saying the old is not entirely gone it's it just changed so instead of a physical temple you have become that temple and because you there is now a change of the temple there is a change of the priesthood now priesthood when we talk about priesthood there is more to priesthood but i just i just don't want to go deep into it if you want to really understand what scripture says about priesthood i want you to study the book of hebrews it talks more about jesus and his priesthood hallelujah hallelujah so incense must keep burning in the temple they offered the priest of of the old offered sacrifices in the temple daily daily and we are talking about prayer as incense what i'm trying to do is make you think of yourself as a temple because you are a temple and so what are you offering what is your service hallelujah hallelujah so this is what i want to talk about consistency consistency in service and we're talking about prayer and that is that is exactly what priesthood is about that is exactly what priesthood is about service consistent service you being since we have been consecrated we have been dedicated or what it means in essence is being dedicated to the service of a deity hallelujah being dedicated to the service of of a deity it's who you are it's who you are it's not it's not just something you have been called to it is who you are so long you you have received the holy spirit you have been made a temple and you are the priest of that temple and you are expected to offer spiritual sacrifices in that same temple so it is who you are it is who you are and i'm sorry to tell you there are no off days or there shouldn't be off days i'm you're going to understand what i'm trying to say is real soon and let me let me show you a few things about what the bible says about prayer when it comes to this when it comes to this let's read isaiah 56 verse 7 isaiah i like to pronounce it as isaiah isaiah 56 verse 7 it says even them will i bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar for my house shall be called an house of prayer for all people hallelujah hallelujah um scripture here is talking about the temple talking about the old here the old year and this was god's plan this was what god said about the old this was what god said about the old temple that it shall be called 
a house of prayer. It shall be called an house of prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What he was trying to say in essence is that um, it will be a place, a place where they can bring burnt offerings and sacrifices. And it will also be a place, and it will be a place that those sacrifices will be accepted. Do you see this? How that prayer is associated with sacrifices. Hallelujah. He says, because it will be a place that they will bring their burnt offerings and sacrifices and that it will be accepted. Because of this, it will be called an house of prayer. Are you seeing this? And this was what God said about the old. Now let's see what God says about the new. Let's see what he says about the new. Matthew 21, 13. Matthew chapter 21 from verse 13. It says, And said unto them, Okay, so this was when Jesus came into the temple. This was when Jesus came into the temple. And um, he saw that they, they had turned the whole place into a marketplace. People were buying and selling. And then he went there, scattered everything, overturned their tables, drove all of them out. And verse 13, he says, And said unto them, after driving them out, he said, And said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. He says, My house shall be called the house of prayer. Hallelujah. Talking about the temple. Talking about the temple. And you have become that temple. So what then does this make you? What then does this make you? And we see in 1 Peter 2, 4-5 that we read, that you or we have become that temple. And we have become priests in that temple to offer up spiritual sacrifices. Are you getting it now? Are you are you seeing? Are you seeing the link? Hallelujah. Are you seeing the link? So if God says this about the old, I mean, He He already even said it about the new. But think about it. I want you to think about it. What do you think that means for you? What do you think that means for you? Hallelujah. You are a house of prayer. You are a house of prayer. That's what it that's what he has made you. That's what he has made you by the reason of your priesthood or the priesthood you are meant to offer. Because you offer spiritual sacrifices and they are accepted by God, you are a house of prayer. Period. Hallelujah. The second is um, what we see in Luke 1, verse 18. Let's open to Luke 1 18. Sorry, Luke 18, verse 1. I don't know why I'm missing up mixing up scriptures like this Luke 18 verse 1 it says and he speak a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray 
and not to faint. Men ought always to pray. Men ought always to pray. And even though, even though the real context of this chapter, he was talking about the importunity of prayer. How that when you are trying to make progress in something through prayer, you just have to keep at it. It's the importunity of prayer. Keep knocking. Keep asking. Keep pushing. That's what it means. But it still says what it says. Men ought always to pray. And if you if you still want to argue with this further, oh, let's open to 1 Thessalonians 5.17. A very simple, a very, very simple scripture. Pray without season. Pray without season. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, it doesn't get clearer than this. Pray without season. Men ought always to pray. Period. Hallelujah. This is the significance in essence. This is what God has made you. This is who God has made you. He has he first made you a house of prayer. And he says, you ought always to pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And believer, dear believer listening, you need to, or we need to understand this particular thing that I want to mention now. It is that prayer is not just for edification. As important as edification is, prayer is not just for edification. It's how we get things done. You need to understand that it's not just for building up yourself. Prayer is how we get things done in the kingdom. And this is part of priesthood. Prayer is how we get things done. It's how we get things done. We see that in James chapter 5. Let's open to James chapter 5. I think verse 17, yes. It says, Elias, Elijah, was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not in the earth by the space of, of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Oh, can you see this? Can you see this? Do you know what it means for you to shut the heavens because you prayed? This is, this is what prayer can do, or this is what prayer does. It's not just for edification. Of course, edification is so important, but what about legislation? Prayer is how we get things done. Scripture says that if two of you shall agree concerning anything on, on earth, it shall be done of, of you by my Father in heaven. Hallelujah. If two of you shall agree. Praise God. Praise God. Another scripture. Let me give us another scripture then. We round up. We round off. Um, Matthew 26, 53. 
Matthew 26 verse 53 very powerful scripture very powerful scripture it says Jesus speaking thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my father and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels oh can you see this it says do you think I can't pray to my father and he will send me no 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 12 legions of angels this is what this is what prayer does this is what prayer can do for you hallelujah hallelujah this is the power that prayer has praise god praise god and now paul in ephesians chapter 6 from verse 18 he says praying always with all prayer and supplication and watching thereunto with perseverance for the saints praying always the word always there is the word kairos it means at specific times so saying what he means is that praying at specific times hallelujah so believer in christ do you have specific times of prayer do you have specific times of prayer what does your prayer routine look like hallelujah the apostles had hours of prayer you would see time and time again in scripture and they were going at the hour of prayer hallelujah hallelujah you will read through scripture and you will see continuing instant in prayer i think that's romans chapter 12 continuing instant in prayer you make it a lifestyle you do it with consistency because you are a priest and this is your service this is your service offer incense continue let burn incense burn incense consistently burn it every day burn it every day hallelujah hallelujah you are a house he has made you a house of prayer hallelujah offer up spiritual sacrifices and and see the power of prayer come to life hallelujah and so it will make you a priest that can stand and make the decrees and have them come to pass you can stand and do awesome things like elijah did like jesus did do you know what do you know do you know what kind of confidence that that was for you to tell is it caesar now for you to tell someone that I can pray my father now now. I can pray to my father now 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 now. And he will send 12 legions of angels. Hallelujah. This is what prayer does. This is what prayer in our priesthood does. It is you first recognizing that you are a house of prayer and you ought to offer prayer consistently. And then you realize the power of prayer in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believer, this is what prayer will do in and for you. 
Hallelujah.